We got Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless and all these sports people talking about championships and basketball. This, this is rap. Y'all out y'all jurisdiction. You can't save them. Welcome to Around the NBA with Chris and Eric. I'm Blazerland and Rip City 2's Chris Craig. And I'm looking at Bovada Sportsbook Online trying to figure out who's going to win Game 7's Eric Milligan. <laughs> and, uh, oh. Yeah. Well, hungover after yesterday, uh, the Blazers were eliminated from the playoffs in five games uh, by the Los Angeles Lakers. But I'm very proud of the guys. Uh, without Damian Lillard, they scored their the largest uh, point points that they have in the playoffs, and they played. My with husband hearts. was actually singing during the end of the game. The party's over. <laughs> it's time to call it a day. I was like, oh, man, come on now. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we'll get to that. We have some news and highlights for you guys. Um, of course, uh, Damian Will didn't play in that game. He left the bubble uh, to go back to Portland uh, to see a specialist. And uh, turns out he does not need surgery on that right knee. Um it's a sprain, and he'll heal, and he'll be back for next season, thank goodness. That wasn't something worse, like an ACL. Uh, just very thankful for that on top of, you know. But it's bad enough getting destroyed by the Lakers, and then Damian Lillard getting injured in that same game, and then, oh, it's been a ride. Um, but, yeah, he doesn't need surgery on his knee. So good news. That is good uh, news. Bit of bad news. Uh, former Blazer Clifford Robinson. Passed away yesterday at the age of 53 after a year-long battle uh, with lymphoma. It was such a weird day, right? Chadwick Boseman dies the night before. Yes, and then... Lute Olsen had just died. It's like they they went to Charles Barkley in the studio, and he was like, man... In the understatement of the year, he said, man, it's been a rough year. It has. 2020 is the year. It seems like it's the year that keeps on giving uh, bad stuff, not good stuff. <laughs> it's... it's Man, yeah, I mean that's a that's a huge loss. Clifford Robinson was big for us in the '90s. He of course helped the Blazers get to two finals in 1990-1991. He was the Sixth Man of the Year in 1993, an All-Star in 1994. Uh, just an all-around great player for Portland. Very versatile. He played small forward, power forward, and center for us. Um, man, he will be missed. Yep. No. Uh, and he was on Survivor. Did you see him when he was on Survivor? I did see him when he was on Survivor. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty exciting. Yeah, and that was one of my... I do trivia sometimes, and I think I did a trivia. I don't know if it was for our podcast or if it was for the... I was doing some for the forum, too, during the beginning of COVID, and that was one of the questions that nobody get, could guess. He, they thought that was a lie, that he was on Survivor, but he was. He was on Survivor. He was. Yeah. Uh, Christophe Porzingis uh, missed... Uh, the final two games of the Maverick series versus the Clippers with a torn meniscus in his right knee. Ouch. Yeah, but does that mean, well, I was going to say, does that mean he's out for the whole playoffs? But I guess it doesn't matter. Well, they're out now. The Mavericks they're out now the anyway. They just watched the Clippers today. He would have been out for the whole playoffs. He would have been out for good? Pass. Yes, yes. Is that I something mean, he'll be recovered by within six months? He's going to have to get months? surgery to, to fix that. Isn't that, though, an injury that Brandon Roy had? And he, like, came back after eight days? I think so. Something like that, yeah. But that was a mistake. That was a mistake. <laughs> Is that when we were playing the Suns? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, that was bad. Yeah. Uh, the NBA the and the MBPA have agreed to establish a social justice coalition with players, coaches, and governors as representatives. They'll focus on increasing access to voting, civic engagement, and advocating meaningful police and criminal justice reform. In every city with an NBA arena, owners will work to convert them into voting locations for the 2020 election. And the league will work with players to create commercials during the playoffs about social justice issues. So they're going to I'm convert, behind that. I'm all for voting. Yeah, they're going to convert the arenas to voting centers, which is awesome. I think it's great uh, that they're like really trying to make a real difference. I think it's great. Yeah, I think it is too. In a lot of these cities, they don't have there's short on on uh, voting places, and a lot of them get closed down. So it'd be good to have you know, these big arenas where people can go and do that, yep. and get their voice heard. 
So yes. That's perfect. Yeah, and then that's awesome that the, the, the players are going to be doing commercials for social justice to add on to, you know, what they've already been doing. And I was um, reading, someone was making a good point. I think I saw it on Twitter that, you know, they could run candidates if they wanted to. With the money they have, they, they could. could, you know, they could run candidates for Congress with the kind of money that uh, they could pull together and put together a super PAC and really back a candidate who's going to get in there and really have a chance to make a difference. I mean, we might see that in the future. Who knows? Uh, Dennis Schroeder and P.J. Tucker were both fined $25,000 for their altercation in the third quarter of Game 5 between the Thunder and the Rockets. Schroeder, Is Tucker going to be suspended? Uh, he, I'm not sure. Schroeder was chasing Harden. When Tucker came out to screen, Schroeder punched him in the groin as they both fell down to the floor. Schroeder got up to argue with officials. Tucker got up behind him, and the NBA said it wasn't quite a headbutt, but he hit him in the back of the head with his head. Um, from behind, and Schroeder, they got into it and then were separated. Um, Schroeder was issued a fragrant foul um, for the low blow and ejected, and Tucker was issued a technical foul, and he was also ejected from the game. I'm not sure if either of so, them were suspended. Wow, because well, we all know that Draymond Green got suspended for hitting LeBron in the nuts in the 2016 right. Finals. Right. And Giannis and Tutacompo just got suspended a couple weeks ago. For the headbutt, for- yeah. For headbutting a guy. Yeah. Well, the NBA has said it wasn't a quote-unquote headbutt. It looked like a headbutt to me. It looked like it to me, but they're saying, I guess it has to be a certain, he has to hit him hard enough, I guess, for it to be a headbutt. I don't know. Unbelievable. Yeah, looking at NBA.com, did not meet the standard for a headbutt. Yeah, what's the standard for a headbutt? I mean, if a head hits somebody else's head, it's a headbutt, right? Yeah. I guess we're saying he's like, It didn't look much different to me than what Giannis did. Well, Giannis is a lot harder, a lot harder. Uh, but still, I mean, I mean, they both got ejected, they both got fined. I haven't heard if either of them are going to be suspended. Um, well, I guess that shows the new NBA is being very protective of its players yeah. getting to play in big playoff games. But you know, I watched it a few times, the replay, and it, it looked like Schroeder was going for another region there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he was just falling or not, but I mean, it looked like he was his his aim looked like he was aiming. So I don't know. Wow, those yeah. are two very important players to their teams too. Very. I mean, Schroeder. That's one had the gotten suspended they lost that and game. the other hadn't. Schroeder's their main one of their main scorers. He's been their main their main scorer in this playoff series. For the and the Tucker small and the Rockets small lineup doesn't work without Tucker. Right. Did you see by the way that um, Tyson Chandler had to play? For a second, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because because they had uh, they both had te- ejection. No, they weren't they weren't ejected, right? They were tech. Oh, they, they, they were, were both ejected. ejected. They were both ejected. Right, so they were both ejected, and then I think both teams got to choose who shoots the the technical free throws. And so they brought out Chandler for a second. I was like, whoa, whoa wait, Chandler's playing, and they just brought him off to shoot two free throws, and he bricked both of them. Yeah. And so that's, <laughs> that's basically why, his that's contribution to play. the Rockets this year. Yeah, yeah. So that's it for our news and highlights. Uh, we have some games to look at for you. The, of course, the playoffs restarted yesterday after uh, a two-day protest by the players. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks finished off the Orlando Magic 118-104. The Magic, they tried, man. They were fighting back hard, but Magic... I mean, the Bucks just took it out in the, the end there in the fourth quarter, and Gian, it was all Giannis. He had 28 points, 17 rebounds. Milton, 21 and 10 rebounds. Um, so two double-doubles there for them, and the Magic just didn't have enough. Uh, man, Marco Fultz, though, man, he's been playing some amazing basketball. I guess it's good that I didn't put it. What, how much did the uh, did the Magic beat, the Bucks beat the Magic by? Would I have a... If 14. I placed a bet on the Bovada Sportsbook, would I have won? I don't know what the I don't know what the odds were in Bovada. I don't know what they I don't know what lead they gave the Bucks. Oh my, my dog is barking. Um, yeah, I don't know what the all I have here on Bovada right now are the upcoming games. I see uh, Miami Heat 
plus 5.5. Thunder plus 5.5. That's interesting. They think the Thunder are going to win. And game. Uh, or, no, no, no. Six? They think the Rockets oh. are going to win. Oh. And the Celtics on September 1st are plus 1.5. Well, yeah, I mean, they're under. So they think the, the Raptors will win that next game. Uh, speaking of the Rockets, they beat the Thunder 114 to 80. And that was a game where uh, Schroeder and PJ Tucker rejected. And that Schroeder, like I said, it hurts. It destroyed the Thunder's chances of winning in that game because he's their main, one of their main scorers. Um, Harden 31 points and Gordon had 20 points to help out in the win there. And uh, it looks like the Rockets are going to get a chance tomorrow to finish off the Thunder. We'll see what happens. And then the Lakers and the Blazers. Oh, man, no Damian Willard, uh, no Winion Gabriel. Of course, no Ariza, no Hood, no Col Zach Collins, who's out with his fractured foot. No Kevin Swan again. The Blazers without half their team, basically. And, I mean, for the first half of this game, the Blazers are matching pretty much shot for shot with the Lakers. Yep. They were, they were down four points after one. They were tied at halftime. Of course, you know, the Blazers had their bad third quarter, but they came back from that, too, and they tied the game in the fourth quarter again. Uh, they shook the Lakers, man, They and they, you know, they yeah, forced the team the is frustrating. We, we played great offensively. We shot the ball well all game long, and we still lost. Well, I mean, Davis and LeBron, LeBron had a score and combined Anthony Davis hardly points. missed at all. They had a score combined 80 points for the Lakers to win. So, I mean, yeah. against uh, but, I mean, there's you know, defensive, half of a Blazer team. On one hand, we, we want offensive players like Melo and CJ to fill it up. But on the other hand, the defense just isn't good enough. Right. Because we shot well. We uh, On the offensive side of the court, we played the best game we've played in the series. We did. CJ played 46 out of 48 minutes with a broken back. Scored 36 points. Uh, Carmelo Anthony had a great night. He had 27 points. Uh, you know, Nurk beasted. He did everything he could, but, you know, dude's tired, man. Um, but I, I, you know, and then Simons came out. Gary Shrink came out. They played their hearts out. Uh, I have nothing for respect for these guys, even though they lost. Um, they came out and they left it on the floor, and I'm proud of them for that. Yeah, me too. Me too. As long as at least they didn't come out there and get blown out by forty. Yeah, I'm glad. I mean, they could have. They could have came out and walked to the game and got blown out by forty, but they didn't. How came about Jalen Horde? Like they wanted to be there. Jalen Horde, man, we should be playing him more often, man. <laughs> Wasn't it great when they showed that highlight of him jumping into the air with four Lakers around him? Yeah, trying to get the rebound, and he got fouled, and then the Chris Webber was like, "How did he get that foul called, man?" <laughs> <laughs> and then uh today uh the celtics like so i i didn't i wasn't sure if they were going to start the first the second round already but they have the celtics and the raptors started their second round series to my final series and the the celtics won 112 94 handily so uh 21 points nine rebounds for tatum walker had 18 points and 10 assists kimba walker the celtics are on a man they have not lost in these playoffs. Like I said, the the Bovada website, gambling website, has the line at one point five. So the gambling uh, in Vegas, they all have this series being very, very tight. I think it'll be tight too. I mean, uh, it's. I think it's going to go to seven games. It's going to be a very intense series, very physical. I think it's interesting that Houston is favored to beat Oklahoma City. I'm skipping around, I know. But it's right in front of my computer Why? screen. Why is that? I think Why it's interesting that Houston is favored over Oklahoma City because if it was a traditional series, the next game would be in Oklahoma City. Don't you think Oklahoma City would have been favored if they were playing at home? Well, probably, but they're not really. So that's probably why they're not. Because there isn't yeah. really a home court advantage. And I think you know, Bavada and these other places are taking that into account. Some right. Folks are taking that into account when they're putting the odds out so uh and then the clippers oh defeated the mavericks without chris out for zingas 111.97 uh, marcus morris ejected after knocking down luka Doncic. chased him inside as Doncic was going to go for to the basket and look he looked like he karate chopped Doncic on the back of the neck knocked him down to the ground those morris twins are no good they're no good man 
both of those guys are bad bad news didn't man. the other morris do something in in uh our series yeah he's he's the one that was defending willard when he hurt his knee yes exactly this those guys are no good they're no for good. all we know it's the same guy and the other guy's taking the night off it should be ejected from the from the playoffs both of them both of them <laughs> they're no good Remember when they were both on the Suns and we just couldn't beat them? Yeah, I do. I remember that. That was annoying. Yeah, so the Clippers won the series 4-2. I said that series would go to seven games. It went to six. Um, It might have gone to seven if Porzingis had not got injured. True. Um, But it was a good series. Uh, I I was hoping Luka Doncic was going to pull it out for the Mavericks and they would make it in the second round. But it would be the Clippers waiting on uh, the winner of Denver and Jazz, who played the the last game this evening. And my goodness, Murray and Mitchell combined 94 points. What in the heck, man? Yeah, it's unbelievable. They They both, Murray and Mitchell, both Murray and Mitchell have each scored 50-plus twice in the series. Yeah. I mean, both these teams want to win. They're playing their best basketball, man. It's amazing. I feel like there was a series like this um, back in 2001 between the Raptors and the Sixers, and Vince Carter and Iverson were going back and forth at each other. Right. That's what this reminds me of. Yeah, me they too. said this series is the first time two players scored 50 in the same game uh, when Murray and uh, Mitchell did that earlier in the series. But I remember I'm looking up uh I'm looking up Iverson here. Uh did you know I Alan Iverson's not the only ever Wireson who's played Iverson who's played basketball? I didn't it know turns that. out in nineteen sixty nine there was a guy named Willie Iverson. Oh wow. Never I'm heard sure. of him before. Are they real are they related? I don't know. Interesting. But here I'm looking up the two thousand two thousand one season because it was the second round. Remember it came down to a shot by Vince Carter at the buzzer, I believe, in Game 7 that would have sent them. Right. But here we go. I'm looking down the regular season of the playoffs. Okay, here we go. Against the Raptors. Yeah, he scored 36 in the first game. He scored 54. Iverson did. And then I think the next game, I'm going to look. Oh, <coughs> bless me. Bless um, <laughs> I think the next game, uh, Vince Carter... Let's see, Vince Carter. Yes. So in game two, Iverson scores 54 points. And in game three, Vince Carter scored 50 points. So it's very reminiscent of that. Right. And it's very rare that it happens. So, I mean, and the series went series. seven games. It did. I believe, right, didn't it? Hold on, I'm checking to make sure. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yep, it did. Seven games. Yep. And and Philadelphia ended up winning. Well, Iverson had 21 points and 16 assists in game seven. He shot 29% from the field. Ooh. But he like got 16 assists, and they won the game by one point. That's right. It, came because, it was a big controversy because uh, Vince Carter went back to graduate from North Carolina. So he attended his graduation that morning or the day before. So he didn't go with, he didn't travel with the team or something like that. And he went to graduate instead. And people thought like he didn't have his priorities on straight and he should have been focusing on the game with the team. And then I believe he took the last shot of that game, May 20th, 2001. Here, I'm going to look at the play by play here. I'm going to, I've got the whole. Basketball reference has got play-by-play here. Uh, yep. Oh, it was a two-point shot. Let's see. Uh, Del Curry, uh, Seth, Steph Curry's dad. Oh, wow. Hit a three to make it a one. So it had been a four-point game. Philadelphia was up four on an Iverson. No, on a – hold on one second. Oh, oh, Aaron McKee hit two free throws, put them up by six. Aaron McKee, who became a blazer for a little bit, right? Right, right. Aaron McKee was a bla- was he a blazer at one point? He was a blazer before. He was a blazer before that, I believe. Oh, okay. So um, then uh, uh, Davis makes a two point shot. Who would that be? Who would Davis be on the Raptors? Antonio Davis was he back? Does he go back that he does? That would have been Antonio Davis cut it to four. Then Del Curry uh, 
cut it to one. It was 88-87. Iverson missed a shot. McKee got the rebound. Eric Snow missed a shot. Alvin Williams got the rebound, who we traded to them for Damon Stoudemire. Toronto called a timeout with 3.6 seconds left. McKee committed a foul. Toronto called another timeout with two seconds left. And at the buzzer, Vince Carter took a shot from 19 feet, and he missed it. And that shot would have put them in the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time in their franchise history. Oh, that's killer. Pretty incredible. Yeah. Well, we got two games tomorrow. Uh, the Miami Heat and the Milwaukee Bucks will start their semifinal series. That'll be an interesting uh, matchup there. Uh, and then uh, the Rockets and the Thunder... Uh, we'll play the game six of their series. The Thunder, will, I mean, the Rockets will look to close out the Thunder. Thunder will look to stay alive. We'll see what happens there. Now, do you know how? Um, I'm looking again at the Bovada site. How this works? Like where it says win plus one ninety. Does that mean like if you bet a hundred, you win one ninety or something like that? How does that work? I think so. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Got it. Interesting. So if I bet on the Bucks, it says minus two thirty. What does that mean? Does that mean if I bet a thousand, I win seven seventy? I'm not sure. I don't know how that works. I have to learn. I have to learn yeah. the ways of internet sports gambling. Yeah. Yes. We still, you know, I was gonna have us last week when we did our podcast um, live in Portland together. Well, I guess not last week. Just a few days ago. Yeah, just but week. um. <laughs> I had wanted us to talk about like placing a bet on the Blazers, but then we didn't know if there was going to be another game ever because the the whole thing shut down that day. Right. But uh, at some point, you and I will have to like pool our money together and make some safe bet and see if we can make some money. Yeah, next season we'll have to do that. <laughs> next season. <laughs> well, you want to throw? Over. You want to throw your life savings on the Miami Heat? Uh, no, I think the Bucks will win that series, actually. What about Bam Adebayo guarding Giannis? Eh. Eh. <laughs> he'll, get, he'll, he'll get fouled out. Wesley Matthews guarding <laughs> Jimmy Butler? Not get, nah. He doesn't have the speed anymore, man. Who? Jimmy? Matthews. Wes Matthews? He just doesn't have the speed. I know, so Jimmy Butler's going to beat the Bucks then, right? Well, no, because uh, fortunately there's a lot of help defense there on the Bucks. Stop Butler if he gets past Matthews. That's true. That's true. So anyway, that's our all the games we have. Uh, right, so we have a special guest with us today on the show, uh, Chris Horwadell from Underdog Podcast, uh, which hosts Around the NBA with Chris and Eric. He was gracious enough to have us on his show, and we thought we'd – Thank him by having us, of course, on our show. So welcome, Chris Horadell. Oh, thank you, guys. It's a pleasure to be here talking basketball with you. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Uh, like our Blazers, your Sixers didn't fare very well uh, in the playoffs this year. Uh, they had a hard time against the Boston Celtics. Um, who still you, haven't lost. Who still haven't lost. They, beat, they just beat Toronto Raptors today. Uh, what do you... What do you th- uh, think should happen here in the, in the Sixers offseason? I mean, well, that's, a, that's an incredibly difficult question, isn't it? Because obviously the first domino fell with the firing of Brett Brown. And that's a situation where right. Brett's, Brett's a good coach. Brett deserves to be a coach in the NBA, though I've said time and time again, I think he could be a Rick Patino level college coach if that were the way he were to go. But that move was made. Uh, I think it needed to be made. Eventually, guys just start to tune each other out, regardless of the quality of either side. Uh, Happened with Andy Reid in Philadelphia with the Eagles and certainly happened with Brett. And now you just need to identify the new coach. Obviously, the the money appears to be on Ty Lue as the next coach, but Jay Wright's in the conversation. Uh, We we saw Dwayne Casey's name pop up if he gets fired in, uh, in Detroit. A lot, of, uh, a lot of those sort of retreads along those lines as well. Then they need to identify the system. What kind of offense are we going to play? How do we fit pieces around the two stars, Ben and Joel? 
I think they probably have two starters in the in the lineup right now. I, moves need to be made. Horford, that experiment was a disastrous one. I think anyone on the outside looking in could see that. Josh Richardson and Tobias Harris aren't the cleanest fits because I think they're both guys who really excel more with the ball in their hands than standing around and waiting as a third, fourth, fifth option in an offense. They don't really know how to function in that capacity. So the clear move is to surround Ben and Joel with shooters. This same kind of thing that happened in 2018 when they ripped off that 23-game winning streak. And for whatever reason, after that, they stopped. They stopped looking for shooters, and they started to sort of hunt stars. Brett even said that himself in the Kawhi Leonard pursuit. We're star hunting. And they lost track of what makes the offense work, instead just trying to put the best roster on the court. So moves need to be made. Shooters need to be added. And uh, that's a lot easier said than done, I guess. Is there yeah, a the best certain... they ever looked was when they had Marco, Marco Bellinelli mm-hmm. and Ilya Sova. Yeah. Agreed. And I find myself in a really weird position over the last couple of days because I've come to the conclusion that I miss Brian Colangelo. And I never really thought I would say that. Obviously, the things Colangelo did were were heinous and he deserved to be fired for, you know, the uh, the um, the Twitter stuff and all of that. But the Will thing, you remind me what happened there? It was like his wife was tweeting or what yeah, happened? Yeah, his, his wife was tweeting uh, is the official <laughs> story. But the burners may or may not have actually been linked to him. That was very derogatory towards Ben, Joel, and other members of the organization. All of that, because of that, obviously, had to go. But he understood, let's get shooters. Let's put shooters around these guys. Eric is 1,000% right. The best they ever looked was the year where they added Bellinelli and Ilyasova as buyout guys. You had Sharich there. You had Covington there. You had a ton of shooters on that offense, and that allowed Ben and Joel the space to operate. Then all of a sudden, we decide, oh, you know, we're just we're going to go for a bunch of isolation scorers who aren't necessarily catch-and-shoot guys. And uh, then, oh, it's, it's time for the playoffs. Let's move our all-star point guard to power forward. That was uh, what I dealt with this year. So the 76ers uh, are are an amazing home team. Do you think that not being able to play in front of their fans was, you know, a big, one of the maybe the reasons why they they got swept? I I mean, (laughs) you know, the the swept thing, that's, that's hard for me. That hurts me. I saw a... I saw a stat that, you know, two years ago, the Sixers uh, lost to the Celtics 4-1 in a, in a series in the playoffs. They then basically traded everybody who cared, everybody who mattered to the organization, spent $300 million, and they got swept. They went from 4-1 to 4 nothing after all of those moves. In terms of the home court advantage, obviously... Obviously, it hurt not having some degree of home court advantage, but I don't think that was going to change things. Uh, as a matter of fact, maybe if the pandemic never happens and they're allowed to roll into the playoffs as they were, maybe there's an impact. But this team was just not made to play playoff basketball, despite the fact that Elton Brand tells us this is a team made for the playoffs. By the way, an absolute joke that Elton Brand's still general manager. Yeah, it's a surprise yeah. to me, too. Um, Shamit was a perfect player for you guys, right? He well, well, he absolutely was, and I think I mentioned I, uh, I you and I have talked about they this. Never in the past. should have traded him. He yeah. was perfect. Fits the timeline too. Well, absolutely. And so, what a guy like Michael Bridges or any of those other players who were traded away over the last couple of years in pursuit of Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris and and so forth. Hell, even the Al Horford thing was just a matter of overthinking the situation. They were decimated by Toronto when Joel was off the court. There was something, it was an absurd plus minus. It was like a negative seven in the, or negative 12 in the two minutes or three minutes that Joel was off the court in that uh, the famous Kawhi uh, bounce game to knock the 76ers out. So they decide they're going to add defense on the inside. And that's what led us to Al Horford. But if you would have just allocated that money to bringing J.J. Redick back and adding another solid piece... It's a much better use of the funds, and the team would have been much better moving forward. Right. Could they have afforded J.J. Redick? What happened there? Why didn't you guys get him back? Oh, that's because we went to go. We, we signed a 208-year-old center to a $108 million contract. <laughs> I mean, the thinking was that he could guard Giannis, right? 
the, he was known as the Giannis stopper, yes. Just like Jim McElvain used to be the Shaq stopper. Signing stoppers is never a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> so with the 76ers out, is there uh, another team or other teams that uh, you'll be rooting for? Or? Yeah, I've always been a Luka guy. Uh, you can you can go back to my tweets from when Luka was playing in the EuroLeague as a 16-year-old, and I was touting how good he was going to be. Uh, for by the way, for that one thing I got right, I got twenty five things wrong. But he's gone, dude. Uh, he's I, gone. I, 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 underst- I understand. <laughs> he's um, I understand he's gone. They they lost by what fifteen today to the Clippers. But always been a Luka guy. Now that they're out, the easily the most interesting series left is is that Nuggets Jazz series. Watching Whoa. the battle between Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell day in day out. I mean, they combined for ninety four points again earlier tonight. This is just it's a classic. It is. It, yeah. And it's it's funny that it's Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell and it's just absolute it's it is going to go down as one of the classic playoff matchups ever. And it's the only seven game series so far, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's, insane. it's their third it's the third consecutive seven game series for Denver. Which we already talked about, but it's unbelievable. And Denver's been weird. That's another team that I thought was going to be a much better defensive team than they showed up that they were in the playoffs and and maybe it is just kind of a the bubble thing where guys are shooting well above their head <clears throat> playing in the bubble but I don't understand why this defense isn't better you know they get Gary Harris back tonight I think he played 21 minutes minimal impact offensively but great two-way guard Michael Porter Jr is kind of uh faded away a little bit as the the lights got brighter in the playoffs they're a confusing team but uh, but a fascinating no, one they... to watch I think they almost have too many pieces Maybe. at this point, and they're, they're trying to figure out how to play with each other, and they just quite haven't figured it out yet. Because uh, they had a great team last year. I mean, I mean before they got beat by the Blazers, but uh, I mean they had a pretty solid team. They added some new guys. You know, Porter Jr. came back from his injury, and they just haven't found that. They haven't got in sync yet, and uh, I think that's part of what the issue is. Weird lineups, too. They seem to have a, a real fascination with Monty Morris uh, playing more than he should. I think at 25 minutes tonight to Gary Harris is 21, whereas Morris, a, you know, a minus 9 in 25 minutes, Gary Harris a plus 16 in 21. Like, just just give me the lineup that is actually played together, even if this is Harris's first game in the bubble. Right. Uh, so, uh, would you like to, before you go, would you like to tell us a little bit about underdog sports? Uh, so, yeah, Underdog has, uh, has we've been around since 2015, uh, originally started as a, a news website, but quickly realized that podcasting was the way to go, focused to switch the focus to just podcasting over the past couple of years, uh, and we've gone from one to now 42 shows on the network with others in various stages of development, been absolutely privileged to get to work with people like you and just keep building this thing it's uh, it's really exciting where we're going and i'm thrilled to have you guys on the ride with us how did you discover us i well i i actually saw this was on audrey i believe uh purely purely coincidental i was just looking for promo swaps for another show and i saw uh, i saw the post that you had made eric and I started listening, and I was like, oh, you know, uh, honestly, I probably wouldn't have listened to the show if, if you weren't who you were, but you have name recognition, so I checked it out. And I thought it was really interesting. You know, the stuff that I told you guys very early on, I thought it was it was, it was raw but very interesting. And uh, with, you know, the work, you. the work that we've done, um, you know, moving forward, getting some, some stuff – in the right direction. I, really, I do think the sky's the limit for the two of you. I think we can uh, we can do really well together. We appreciate How about you having that, Chris? Us on Underdog. Oh. We appreciate you having us on Underdog. Oh, it's uh, it's absolutely my pleasure. No question about that. Well, thanks for coming on our show, Chris. Thank you for having me, guys. Absolute fun talking basketball with you. Hope to do it again soon. Yes, we'll have you on again Same for sure. Here. Yeah. All right, it's time for Streak Finder. Streak Finder. Streak Finder. Yeah. All right. Um, Streak Finder. Let me bring up Streak Finder. What is our streak? What what streak are we finding today? Uh, I did it last time. You do it this time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I don't know. I like streaks that there have been long streaks. So I'm going to say going back to the beginning of time, 
to present 2020. I'm going to go regular season or playoffs, ABA or NBA. Okay. I'm going to say points. Let's see. I want it to be... I'm not even going to do points. I'm going to do longest streak of grabbing four rebounds. Okay. Here we go. Who do you think it is? I mean, when we did that thing that was like two points, two rebounds, right. uh, it was Kevin Garnett had the Kevin longest Garnett. streak. So four rebounds could also be Kevin Garnett. It could be, or it could be some bench player that... Well, let's let this keep loading, because sometimes, you know, this takes a while. Let's go to our first question. All right, we have some listener questions for you. We have four questions today. The first one comes from Nate S. He asks, what are the Blazers going to do about going 4-28 and in the series that knocked them out of the playoffs in the past seven seasons? I don't understand this. Of course, in the series you lose, you lose. So you're always going to say, "What? What do we do about the fact that when we lost a series, we lost it?" Yeah, but we lost. What about all the series, those series this year? We, we didn't win a series. Rose, all those series to lose. I, I mean, yeah. If you always talk about the series in which we lost, yeah, maybe we could lose in seven games instead of getting swept or losing in five. But is that better? I don't know. I, that's not a stat I really care about, Nate. I mean, I want us to go deeper into the playoffs, but um, if you don't win the series, you don't win the series. I mean, what are they going to do about it? Win, right? They got to come back and they got to win the series next year. That's right. Uh, what you players know, learn from their season, get yeah. a better seed so that they don't have to play the number one seed in the first round, maybe even right. become the number one seed. Try to stay healthy. You know, and spend the uh, whole year in practice figuring out how you're going to handle uh, the offense when Lillard gets trapped at half court. Yeah. You can't act during the playoffs like you've never seen it before. True. <laughs> All right, I have a streak uh, result here. All right. Uh, you want to guess who it is? It's a it's a center. It's a center for he did 605 games in a row. A center. Um, Interesting, Kevin Garnett is fourth. Kevin Garnett did it 417 times in a row. Is it the Admiral? Admiral did it, did it 425 times uh, in a row. Okay. Is it Akeem Olajuwon? Akeem Olajuwon's number two. He did it 546 to do it I'm moving good. up the list. All right. You're uh, moving up the list, so who's number one? Is it, is it Shaq? E, no, no, let's see. You'd He's way down the Shaq, list. But where's Shaq on this I'm list? Going, I'm going the wrong Shaq direction Shaq did it now. 214 times in a row. <laughs> okay. Uh, man, uh, Will Chamberlain? Yes. Yeah. That's hilarious. You just worked your way up the list. That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> Will Chamberlain, Akeem Olajuwon, David Robinson, Kevin Garnett, Dondre Jordan, Moses Malone, Kevin Garnett, Bill Russell, Ben Wallace, Andre Drummond. Those are the top ten. Uh, Blazers of note, Buck Williams did it, but he was not playing for Portland. But he did it 239 times in a row over a period of three years. Um, former former Blazer Pau Gasol <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did it 219 now. times in a row. Remember when we thought we were going to have all this depth with Pau Gasol? Yeah, man, and then he just never We're going to have all this like... Darn foot, yeah. We were going to have all this like experience and and length behind, behind all this uh, depth in the in the front White court. Whiteside and Collins and Pau Gasol, and then we we're gonna get Nurkic back. And then everybody was injured. <laughs> Let's see any other Blazers on this list. Um, Brad Dunn, Dwight Howard's done it a few times. Had a few streaks. Um, Sean Blazer favorite Sean Kemp did oh, man. it for Seattle, and for he Seattle. did 170 games in a row. Um, Pau Gasol did it 157 games in a row. Um, uh, Blazer wannabe Charles Barkley, 153 times in a row. Giannis. Ah, Jermaine O'Neal, after he left Portland, did it 139 times in a row. 
So, uh, and on down the list you go. But uh, Wilt Chamberlain, the man who averaged, what, 55 rebounds in a season one year? Yeah. (laughs) It makes sense that he would be at the top of this list. That makes sense. Let me see. Am I making that up? Or was that, that's the most rebounds he's ever grabbed. That's not the most rebounds he's ever averaged. He, the most rebounds he's ever averaged is 27.2. That's still pretty good. Wow. In his second year, he averaged 38.4 points and 27.2 rebounds. His My following God. season, he averaged 50 points and 26 rebounds. Can we, like, re- can we like reincarnate him and sign him to the Blazers? Right? <laughs> yeah, I think he has the, the... I think the 55 rebounds I'm thinking of is uh, the the... NBA high. I think it's the most rebounds ever grabbed in a game. Do you think he would play as well in the modern NBA? I do. I mean, if you look at him, even if you see, you know, he's beating up on smaller guys when you look at the uh, highlights and stuff, but look at his body. Look at his frame. That guy would dominate now. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think so. Would he Would he average 50 points a game? I, I don't, don't know. I don't know about that, but he dominates. I don't know, but he would be good. Yeah. He'd be very good. He'd be the best center in the league. He would be. <laughs> That's for sure. He is, and he'd still be, yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, back to listener questions. This next one from Jake. Uh, what players will be on the Blazers next season, and who won't? What players will be on the Blazers next season? Okay, I'm going to look at the, the whole roster. I'm going to tell you. Portland Trailblazers. I'm going to look at this year's roster. Uh, White just... side, I don't think will be. Uh, Swanigan won't be. Okay, uh, here we go. I don't know. Swanigan, what are we going to do with him? CJ McCollum, unless we're getting a MVP caliber player, he, he'll be with us. Right. Simons, he'll be with us. Neil loves him. White side, I'm thinking not. Lillard, definitely. Gary Trent Jr., definitely. Unless he's like a part of a package that gets us an MVP caliber player. Carmelo, yes. I mean, Carmelo said he really wants to play. and yeah, I don't think hear. we should turn down the opportunity to keep him. Mario Hazonia, probably. Who else I wants hope, I hope not, but he has a player option. And Yeah. Nasir all... Little, yes. Yes. Trevor Ariza, I hope so. He has another year so. on his contract, right? Or do we have uh, to sign He has him? a team option. He has a team option. Yeah. Could we like decline the option but then sign him to another deal? I think we'd have to he'd have to go through Oh, waivers or whatever? Waivers maybe, or I mean oh, other okay. teams no, would we'll have the opportunity up, though that give him we'll more money. We'll just pick up the option, then we got Rodney yeah. Hood, he'll stay. Hood's, Caleb yeah, Swanigan. Where's he gonna go? How do we get rid of Caleb Swanigan? Is Isn't his deal free... over? Yeah, he's a free agent after oh, the okay, season. Yeah. He, he's not coming back. Yeah, he's done. Wenyan Gabriel, what's his deal? He's staying. That kid is bright. He got a bright future. I mean, unless we include him in a trade package, he's a Blazer next year. Okay. Jalen Horde, I think we should definitely keep him. I think we should. Um, I don't know if we will. Moses Brown will be gone. Collins, Adam, yes. Moses Brown Adams gone. will be gone. Yusuf Nurkic, yes. Jalen yeah, Adams. Probably not. Was Jalen Adams signed for more than this year? No, I think he was just signed for the playoffs. In the restart, so I think we probably won't bring him back. We would not bring him back. Yeah, we'll be looking for somebody else. Plus, we'll have a rookie to sign unless we trade that because we trade the pick. So, right. All right. Yep. So there you go. There's that. Uh, definitely. Yeah, I don't see Whiteside returning. I think he's going to go sign somewhere like the Spurs or. Somewhere that needed a you know a starting center and can uh, massage his ego a little bit better than we can. Um, James asks, "What will it take for the Blazers to win a trophy?" Um, uh, what will it take the Blazers? Uh, to staying health, staying healthy, winning winning playoff series. Um, yep, stay healthy, grow, get better yeah, internally. Develop. Yeah. We need players like Simons to improve, players like Nasir Little to improve. That's the way a team like Portland wins a championship. They get bet they get better from the inside. Right. It's not about bringing in But I mean stars. it all comes down to how do we handle it when Damian Lillard gets trapped at half court? 
until the team has specifically figured out how they're going to deal with that, then we're just not going to be able to win four playoff series in the same playoff. I mean, I think the best way is just to have to play him off the ball. Instead of having him bring the ball up the court and have somebody else do that, play him off the ball. That way he's able to move. He can get a, you know, then we can set screens. And then that guy has to find him. Yeah. I wonder if we'd get a guy like, if there's any way for us to get a guy like Draymond Green. I mean, I've heard the Warriors are looking to trade him, but, uh, yeah, I don't know if what they would, you know, we'd probably have to give up CJ. Right. I mean, it's possible. Right. But, yeah. Oh, wait, uh, what's our next question, Chris? Our last question is, who is going to win the championship? Now oh, good question. Games. This is a tough, I think, now that I've seen some playoff games, I think it really does come down to the three teams people were saying all along, which are the Bucks, the Clippers, and the Lakers. And it might come down to injuries and who can stay healthy and who can be the most rested. Right. But, I mean, I loved what uh, – I mean, I, I hated it, but I also loved what I saw to LeBron and Anthony Davis in terms of how what a high level they can play at. And then obviously yeah. Kawhi is on a mission. Yes. And then you've got, I mean, the Clippers, I, I believe, have never been to the conference finals. So if they, they can win this next round, they'll make the conference finals for the first time ever. Um, and then you've got uh, the Bucks or the Raptors or the Celtics. Or, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. If yeah, I had it's... to put money down on Bovada, I would put money down on the Lakers. I hate to say that, but LeBron I don't know. I is don't on think a mission. The, yeah, but I don't think the Lakers are good enough. I, you know, I don't think Anthony Davis is going to get hurt before then. There's no he's, – he's Mr. Glass. He's, he's very injury prone. I mean, the next series against the Rockets is going to be very physical. They're a very dirty team. Don't and, get me uh, wrong. I'm not rooting for the Lakers. I think it'll be the Bucks. I guess if I had money on it, I would be rooting for the Lakers, so yeah. maybe I shouldn't put money on it. I think the Lakers or the Clippers will get to the Western Conference Finals. Um, but I think it'll be the Bucks or the Celtics to win the championship this year. Bucks or the Celtics. Yeah. You, you think the Celtics, here. obviously, I guess you think the Celtics are going to beat the Raptors? I, I do. How many games? In six games. Wow. Five or six games. Wow. And then they're going to give uh, the Bucks a very hard time in the, in the Eastern Conference Finals. It's going to be interesting. I think, you know, we were talking about surprise teams. You know, there might be a surprise team that nobody was really suspecting would go all the way. It's, I think mm -hmm. it might be the Celtics. Wow. So if, if the Lakers and the Clippers both get to the Western Conference Finals, who do you want? Who, do you, who would you rather win? Who would I rather win? And go to the finals, yeah. Between who? Between the Lakers and the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals, who would you rather Oh, the Clippers, win? for sure. Yeah. But that's hard. That's hard. <laughs> yeah, I hate I mean, the Lakers, but fuck Paul George. Yeah, and Beverly, you know? God. It's like... I guess we need the... And I can't root for the Rockets, so we need, like, the Jazz or the Nuggets got to run the table here. I know, right? They got to run the game and win some. Yeah, whoever wins that surprise team in the West. Oh, Yeah, we need the Thunder. God, I don't like the Thunder or the Rockets. They both have... Ugh. All these teams have despicable people on them. They do, Although, I got to admit, as much as the Lakers, I don't really hate LeBron, and I don't really hate Anthony Davis. Not like I hate Chris Paul and Doc Rivers and Paul George and Patrick Beverly and James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Right. Yeah, I think I'll be rooting again, once again, for a Eastern Conference team to win this championship in the finals. I don't know when the last time was I rooted for the Western Conference team in the finals. <laughs> Who um, do you have winning Game 7 between the Jazz and the Nuggets? Uh, the Nuggets are going to win that. Yeah? Really? They're the, going to come back from 3-1 down? They are. The Jazz, the Jazz should have – they needed to put – Denver away in this last game. That was their chance. They missed their chance. Denver is going to win. Wow. 
Wow. They're going to be the first team to come back from one from down being down one three. No, teams have come back from being down oh, one no. three before. Right. Yeah. Right. Teams have done that. Okay. Yeah. But, but um, they're going to. But it. they're going to be. Yeah. They're going to be one of the few teams one to do it. One of the few it. teams to have done that. Yeah. Yes, one of the very few teams to do it. Yes. I think maybe it's been done twelve times all time, if that. Maybe not even that much. Offhand, I remember the Pistons doing it to the Magic. I remember the Rockets doing it to the Suns. I remember the Cavs doing it to the Warriors. I can think of three offhand. That's just trying to think of others. Those are the three that like come. The one, the three-one Pistons Magic was when Tracy McGrady played for the Magic, and the Magic went up three-one, and he talked about how great it was going to be for his career to go to the second round. And it's like, dude, you haven't done it yet. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but uh, who do you? Okay, so you have the Nuggets winning that series. Is that who you're rooting for too? No, I'm gonna root for the Why Jazz. Actually, but I think the Nuggets will win that. Sorry, I had. I'm trying to bring up a YouTube video, um, because I think it would be fun for our uh, our listeners to listen to. So here, let me bring up. Problem is when you bring up a YouTube video, sometimes the first thing you gotta listen to is a commercial. All right. So, um, is that it for our questions? That is it for our questions. If you'd like to submit questions for next week's podcast, uh, you can do so uh, at uh, our Twitter page at with NBA. You can do so at our Facebook page uh, around the NBA, which is generic Facebook page. You can do so at the Blazer Forum Facebook page, or of course at ripcity2.com. On Wednesdays and Sundays, there's always a thread there uh, for you to submit your questions. And uh, as always, go Blazers. Go Blazers. Rock with the dopest. I was in the stew all night with Marsh Ambrosius. You gon' say you always had it rocking like a boulder. The real original was yelling, no limit, soldier. <laughs>